one picks up. It's on. It's just omnidirectional. It's just Hello. Okay. Or it's not omnidirectional. That. It's, yeah. Yes. Gotcha. I wish I was omnidirectional. Um, Technically, I am. I guess. What omnidirectional? Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely loud as fuck, and it annoys me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just God kidding. So you don't annoy me. You're I don't. Just, you're just loud as fuck. I am pretty loud. Yeah. Um. Recently, Hosian met my friend. Uh, do you know Timmy Graham? No. Uh, I didn't know if you knew him through shows or anything like that. Sweet Tea played yeah. drums and where travels fast. He like has really bad hearing, so he talks really loud. Hilarious. So he can hear himself, and he also has he leans in so he can hear you. Uh huh. So whenever he's talking, he's like he leans in close to hear you and then screams <laughs> <laughs> because he needs to hear himself and like he met Hosian for the first time the other day and was being really complimentary to all these things to Hosian and just fucking uh, every time he talked Hosian would look at me like what the fuck is going on because he'll be like he'll be like you're drumming <laughs> just screaming at him you know but he's like closer than we are right now that's so in funny. a masquerade green we could, room. we could turn down sensitivity on Lovejoy's mic Probably, yeah, he's probably a little closer. bit. Oh wow, yeah, that's Ian, a Ian used that mic last time, and Ian had it like down. To oh his really? Belly. So like, I mean, it still sounded good regardless, but like, you think Ian yeah. being a an audio person, <laughs> an audio person, a, a guy that understands audio would know <laughs> not do that. Oh, can we turn the fan off too? It showed up on no, the Ian fine. episode. Oh, did it really? Yeah, it did. no. <laughs> I really should have done that. <laughs> I'll leave the fan in for that part. That's, that's awesome. Really yeah, that's funny. pretty funny. <laughs> real quick. I didn't know that it got picked up on the episode. I, I, I guess I didn't notice because I was listening on my monitors. Yeah. And I was like, I can't hear it. Dude, I talked a lot about 9-11 and Steven Paddock on that <laughs> Patreon episode. What I a, feel kind of bad. What an oh, it's awesome fun. thing. Hold I mean, on. I'm going to pull the microwave while I chew on this chip. All right. <laughs> you know he likes the same fucked up flavor that Whitney likes. I like that flavor. What is wrong with you? It's people? a good. Flavor. This is my childhood chip. Well, <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's on sitting your, on my shirt. It's like on your adult hoodie. I think it's uh, the first conversation that Whitney and I ever had was probably about these chips. Being like, you like those chips? I also like those chips. And then I, realizing I it goes that. beyond liking. I would believe that because, like, I think that was one of the first things I found out about Whitney too. Was her love for those chips. She does. Whitney wears her love of these chips a similar way that people love if they're a cat person or a dog person. Oh, yeah. I well, think Whitney is also both. I think there's yeah. that amount of person. Yeah. She a cat and a dog. Yeah. Animorph vibes. I'm a dog person till I'll, death. Dude, animorphs? <laughs> let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I used to read that. What shit. animal do you think would be the most painful to anamorph into? Um, I have my answer. Porcupine. <laughs> Sorry, this is a fucked up bit. Watching you, watching you pull the mic away to just <laughs> to eat this, to crunch this chip. The yeah. most painful anamorph I think would be a large one because your whole because you have to, to expand. Them. Yeah, but That's also I, I don't know. Say. I imagine shrinking is probably painful too, just in a different way. <laughs> I feel like expanding hurts more because I've shrunk. I guess yeah, before. But yeah. People that have stretch marks probably that that indicates that it hurts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like can you imagine anamorphing into an animal into a stretch into mark? an elephant into one stretch mark? Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I feel like it's 
because I read the books. They never described it as being like painful. They could just like feel their like if they were turning into a bird, they could feel the wings coming out. But it wasn't like mm. agonizing. Yeah. yeah, I I don't remember any particular instance of them describing it as pain. But then you watch like I don't know, you know, any werewolf movie. Yeah, and it's clearly it fucking agonizing. So painful. Yeah, I mean, well, that that's that's like werewolves are like explicitly like it, most of the time at least it's not like cool to turn into a werewolf because you like lose your shit unless it's like Twilight in which case you can just do it whenever I thought uh, I've never read any Twilight or seen any Twilight but I did participate in the Twilight discourse of werewolves or vampires absolutely on the Bridge Nine message board and I'll yeah. definitely say that uh, anyone that picked vampires over werewolves is a. Can I call people pussies here? Yes, yeah, <laughs> He's a yeah for pussy, sure. Dude. <laughs> I, the vampire obsession that like eventually died down made me. I'm so happy that died down. That was the lamest fucking shit in the world. What's the obsession now in horror? In horror? Yeah, Do you mean like horror or like forever. or like teen horror? Like, because to me that was like you know teen fiction fantasy. What if stuff. you animorphed well, into then. just a bald guy? I don't know if you can do. Well, that. If you turned okay. into sweet tea, <laughs> like a, I don't know if there was a fat bald guy. I don't know if there was like anamorphing into other people in in that. Sh- well, okay, so there there's a character in Animorphs, um, Tobias. Here we go. Who, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> who um? Now we're into Dawson territory. Well, yeah. There's um. There's like rules with anamorphing. Like you can't be an animal for more than two hours, or you get stuck. Was as it two hours animal. or thirty minutes? I think it was two hours. The guy is Tobias the one that got stuck as the eagle. Tobias got stuck as a falcon. Falcon. And then man, um, what is happening? He uh, he can anamorph into a person. Um, and it was he got like. Because, like, the way you can anamorph is you have to touch the animal that you're going to change into. And, like, they get, like, all chill for a second so you can, like, absorb their DNA or whatever. So, and Tobias touched two of the members of, like, the anamorph crew and, like, okay. combined them and became a person that was, like, the result of what both of them together would look like. Interesting. And that was, like, his human form. But he could only do it for two hours. So, I guess maybe oh. you could turn into a, a, a person. fat bald yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. If you decided to um, touch a fat bald guy. And, and also another fat bald guy. I don't I even know. I could turn into two fat bald guys. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to turn into two I fat bald I could turn guys. into the combination of two fat bald guys. <laughs> I would dig that. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, no, sorry. Uh, 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 what is the current horror obsession? Teen horror or otherwise. I feel like teen horror and otherwise are like usually interlinked. Yeah. Because like if if there's something that's big in regular horror, teen horror will like co-opt it to make it appeal to young people. That's fair. Sure. Uh, I don't really know what the... I feel like slasher stuff started to come back for a little bit, but now... I feel like it's been like apocalyptic stuff recently. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, for years, that that is what replaced Twilight and everything was uh, oh, teens, yeah, the, the teen post-apocalypse... <laughs> In a love triangle. Yes. I dated yeah, a girl where that, like, if you asked her what's, like, your favorite thing, it was post-apocalypse teen stories where they were in some sort of death trap and also there was a love triangle. Uh, and, Maze like, there was Runner, shocking, yo, Maze Hunger Runner, Games, Hunger Games, uh, what was the it? Fifth Wave. I was in that movie. 
You were in the fifth wave. Were you the wave? I'm sorry. No, I was an extra. <laughs> were you That's the number awesome. five? I was the fifth one. <laughs> Little yeah. known fact, yeah. Live in Atlanta. You can be an extra in anything. Yeah. That's honestly. cool. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Divergent? Divergent. That was Divergent and then there's so was many. Like, she would, like every week had a new series that she yeah. was like pounding through. I don't think that like, counts like, as horror, though. No, it doesn't. That To me, that's just like that. The Hunger Games style thing replaced Twilight. Sure. But in horror specifically i feel like for a while it was just the the haunted house trope that like the conjuring movies did uh-huh. oh, where it was yeah. like the different like i don't know like the conjuring stuff in general annabelle the nun yeah uh all the conjuring movies i but i don't know what you would haunted house isn't the right word i don't know what you would quantify that as now but even like- that's a little bit in the past i feel like I feel like Possessions are making a comeback. Oh, yeah. There's a new Exorcist movie out that's like apparently that, that ass. One, I heard it was terrible. I know? heard it was ass, and I heard that um, there's a line where the mom from the original Exorcist, like, because she's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Unfortunate. What is her name? She's in, like, two Aronofsky movies, too, and I can't pull her name. The out. actress's name? Yes, or... the actress's name. Motherfucker. Yeah, her name's Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Uh, motherfucker at one point in the movie <laughs> says, uh, like, she's like, oh, I guess the priest didn't let me watch my daughter's exorcism because of the patriarchy. <laughs> no. I was like, nah, that shit, ain't, that, that shit ain't real. That shit ain't real. You're fucking with me. Uh, You're sticking your fucking, I, your fucking I, foot in my ass Unless right now. a very reliable source that would not kid around about that. Uh, is kidding for once. Um, unfortunately, that is that now is I a real line. Yeah, I know. Now I have to go see this stupid movie. Yeah. It sucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the current trope is. There hasn't been like a big trend. I would like for Possessions to come back, but also like I don't want it to. There was that movie about a female priest. The and nun. then there's also the Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. that was Oh, recent. Talk to Me as well. That's a Talk to Me is a Possession movie? Yeah. movie. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. That is, I so you guys like it? it? I loved it. It was so fucking good. Okay. No, I I only hear it was great or this shit sucks. Yeah, that's. I don't yeah. really know. Actually, no, I know a few people that have middling opinions, but um, I know a few people that just disliked it because it, they felt it was overhyped and didn't live up to their expectations. But I haven't seen it. Can't say. I still haven't seen that skin of marink shit. I fell I asleep during it. I was fucking. Yo, I'm like a total candy ass about horror like yeah. I, i've refused yeah. to like watch horror movies by myself and things like that i watched that by myself at my house which should have been a recipe for killing myself but fucking <laughs> you were fine dude i was i just i did i didn't give a shit <laughs> i want I, I, I watched it in the dark and i was just like this is fucking boring it was all the shit that like should have scared me and when i was a kid and things like that like just staring down an endless hallway and knowing something's yeah. there that wants yeah. to fucking do and just Nothing did it for nothing, you. Nothing about it was scary. I guess it's in, it's interesting that that was able to scare people. Mm. To you, me, it just didn't do anything for me at all. You ever seen that taking of Deborah Logan shit? No. <clears throat> yeah. With the the lady like, uh, no. Yeah. Um, we watched that for the first time when we were on tour uh, last year. Yeah. And that scared the living shit out of me, and like. Uh, just like that one scene, um, and like for some reason recently I've just been like 
swearing off any horror movie that has like a handheld camera in it i guess like i've I've just been like i've just been like no i only want to do locked camera locked down (laughs) like polished like please god (laughs) like anyway but uh yeah yeah welcome back to this (laughs) it's a podcast (laughs) We're 12 minutes in, haven't introduced ourselves yet. 12 minutes of shit. Uh, yeah, um, I'm Carson Pace, one of your hosts. I have he, him pronouns, and there's two other people in the room with me right now. Wow. I'm Dawson, your other host, he, him pronouns. And there's one person that hasn't been introduced, but has been yapping this whole time. Yapping his little dog ass off. Hey, it's me, Deborah Logan. And I've been taking, um, <laughs> I'll hey, be taking you today. Tom, Tom Lovejoy, he, him pronouns, eating fucking chips, baby. Let's go. Resisting the urge to crunch these things in this microphone. <laughs> do it again. Do it again real okay, quick. Okay, you're on. First, again. Not into the microphone. Oh, not into the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Hold it, hold it back again. Oh, this whole thing. Hold it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to see it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping it's there's like a little crunch like in the background. Tiny little back there. Tom's noise. back. Tom's back. I'm Tom's back. back. The last time you guys saw me, we were screaming. Yeah, we. I was were. thinking about that walking in here. We were just fucking we, screaming. We had a, that was the stupidest episode of this awesome. podcast. We period. had a fucking. We had a time. Doozy of a one. time. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking yelling. Tom um, and I went and saw the Flash the day after that too. We did oh go see God. the Flash. That movie was. Fucking AIDS, dude. That fucking that shit. That movie sucks. We, we agreed that we would wait to see it until we could see it together. Yeah. It's like fucking a month and a half after it comes out, knowing that it's going to be total fucking shit garbage. Well, let's talk about that on the Patreon. Uh, extra Are we doing a Patreon? With, we should probably. With Homeboy? Yeah. I feel all like right, we should. Right. If you're down. Okay, well. sure. All right. Because um, <laughs> we do have a. A Fallout Boy song to talk about. Today. I roped him into this tonight, uh, and <laughs> I feel kind of bad about uh, whatever. Respect. I wasn't doing anything. I was just, <laughs> I was just living in Savannah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You were to just hear living that. in the in the town that you live in. Yeah. You've been home for what, like three days? Yeah. Not long. <laughs> you had to go on tour to Alpharetta. Uh, yeah, I had, to, I had to make a quick fucking trip to Alpharetta. Yeah, I, I checked into the shittiest hotel. Yeah. It took like forty minutes for me to be able to check in. I walk in, it instantly smells like fucking smoke. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Which one? Uh, it's an extended stay. Oh, I know where you're at. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um, all right. Well, uh, this week on the podcast, we're talking about... Uh, the Kintsuki Kid, uh, parentheses, ten years. 10 years. 10 years. And here's a snippet of it. <laughs> and it's over. Just like that. Just like nothing, that. Wow. Nothing. Nothing. No, 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 no. Here's another snippet of it. <laughs> and it's over again. Look at that. Look at you, that. You want to try for three? Uh, a bit controversial, but yeah, let's go. For yeah, it. yeah. Okay, all right. Here's the and it's over. Wow, dude. Wow. Now I have to clip out three parts of that song. <laughs> I hope you remember. I will. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm not. I'm not touring Europe this time, so yeah. I don't have to like get you files from Europe. Yeah. That was, the last time we backlogged, that was a pain in the ass, and then they would come out like in the middle of my day and I'd <laughs> yeah. just be like all right yeah <laughs> gotta promote this shit at fucking 2 p.m yeah i'm in budapest just like yeah. listening to my stupid fallout boy pro- podcast that's awesome and internet sucks out there so like it does like, oh yeah it doesn't I, have to be good because it's budapest yeah i was having a good time yeah yeah 
I would download every second that I got Wi-Fi. I would download as many podcasts as I could, mm-hmm. and then I would listen through all of them on one drive and then i would forget to do it the next time i had wi-fi and then it would just suffer like 10 seconds at a time through each podcast that that i had anyway kintsugi kid parentheses 10 years um uh tom what are your thoughts on this song this might be the best song on the record you you texted that to me and I'm inclined to agree with you. Let me uh let me look I'm at not the, even mad at that, honestly. Let me look at the track list. So the one thing I can definitely say is uh if you were buying this record or streaming it and you were hoping for a Fallout Boy return to form mm-hmm. and that's all you wanted, this is like one of the songs that does that. Yeah. Um it's like the most I think like pop punk, quote unquote song on the record to me yeah, it, it yeah. definitely sounds like it could have been like right there with infinity on high um at least in like a similar style uh it has like like the 80s mm-hmm. style like synth that's in it in the bridge is so fucking cool to me oh it's yeah. awesome yeah um i mean it's it's a little there's a little bit of that like i think it's like just like a little saw wave in the Verses, yeah, so cool, yeah, so awesome. The whole thing is uh, possibly a triangle dope. wave. Mm. I almost threw up when you said that. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The chips are coming back. Um, <laughs> but the way he does the when even like just the when he says low, 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 and he sings lower and lower and lower. Low, I'm like, wow, low, he really low. thought about this one. <laughs> whoa, whoa, intentional That's songwriting right uh, there. <laughs> he's painting a picture and he's painting it on my ass. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I listened to it like twice um, on the way up here, and then I guess two times at your job. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I played it over the speakers no, I just think the restaurant. Like, there's a couple of the dudes from Boundaries that really like Fall Out Boy. Uh-huh. We were talking about this record when it came out, and like, yeah, that's like the one, the hit. I, like, have you met Cheese, their drummer? I've met Cheese, yeah. Yeah, he, like this is his fucking favorite band. He was his name like, is Cheese? His name is Cheese. His name that's is awesome. Cheese, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's just fucking obsessed with this song and kind of got me to go back and like check it out again. I was like, oh yeah, this is like maybe the best thing on this record. It was kind of a sleeper for me because when I first listened to this album, I was kind of like, well, that's like not the, it's not the immediate hit I would, uh, I would think it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then this was one that I really came back to when I would. Uh, when I would either re-listen to this or if I just like wanted to listen to Fallout Boy, like mm-hmm. definitely, this gets queued up for sure. Um, I think I think best song on the record might be between this and Fake Out, maybe. Mm. Um, That's interesting. I love Fake Out. Fake Out rocks. I think Fake Out's a great song. I just, I don't know, any song like that on a record, yeah, is just never gonna be like. The best song on the, the best record. Best one to me. Mm-hmm. That's okay, yeah. That's but it fun. is a great song. I'd rather listen to Fake Out than uh, like if you made me like list the songs. I just noticed that they added "We Didn't Start a Fire" to the actual album. No, and that, at least on uh, Apple Music, and that's a that's an affront Apple to God, Music, and Christ, and everyone else. I have it added on there. And, I'm looking. Um, I'm staring. I'm fucking staring com- down the barrel of that terrible last thing. Did you guys do an episode on that? We did. God, yeah, we did. That. We did an Let me give you my cliff episode. notes on that. Shoot it in the head. Let it die in front of me. Let it bleed out. <laughs> they Kill played it, like it, Bambi's they played little it mother. for the first time, and we forgot to talk about it. Yeah. They played it at the VMAs? 
Yeah, they did. Um, everyone was really confused why they did that. Why the fuck would you do that when, it, like... You have a, a new, very good album you that you just put out a record th- that you're pushing. Are you admitting that the record failed? Maybe a little I'm, bit. I don't, I'm not saying that the record failed. Yeah, it's like, are you resigning to that regardless of yeah. the results? Yeah. What's the fu- Like, straight up, what is the fucking point? Yeah. yeah and maybe know. I just don't understand. But. See, this is the double-edged sword with Fall Out Boy is... They giveth and they taketh, you know, yeah. and and Sometimes this is an intr- instance of them. They really take. They really took it. Um, like I think the last time I felt this betrayed by them is when they did that Ghostbusters thing. Oh my god! I you didn't know? Forgot about yeah. That. that and also that terrible Chicago Bulls theme with Ludacris. Not Ludacris. Uh, uh, fuck. Who's the guy on my city? Lupe Fiasco. Uh, yeah, they did a terrible song for the Chicago Bulls with him, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, uh, you know, just fuck that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not near as bad as we didn't start the fire. Yeah, because like that was one where like I think you and I talked, and I was like, I don't want that on the wheel like looming over us the whole time. Let's just do. Yeah, let's, let's just, just get, get it out of the way get now. The shit out of the way. Yeah, because like yeah. if it was gonna come up at any other point. It would be like, it'd be like a war flashback. It'd be like a war flashback, <laughs> and also we did it like the week after it came out, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I think the episode went up the week after. Yeah, no, sort of a, sort of a thing where um, we uh, like, uh, you know what? I have no analogy for this. Never mind. Let's go. Sort of a thing that sucks. Sort of a thing that like sucks. That song. Yeah. yeah, that song sucks. Yeah, it's pretty bad, but. This song um, does We're all suck. talking about it. We're all talking about Fall Out Boy in the year 2023. Well, let's talk so. about this other song. That's the one really that we good. fucking like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking think this song is the tits, dude. This song rocks. This song's really good. Um, I, I was also I was similar to Carson when I first listened to this record mm-hmm. um, in that I wasn't like super impressed with this song. I liked it, of course, but I was like, yeah. You know, it's a Fallout Boy song, and the fact that I was thinking it's a Fallout Boy song, not in a negative light, while listening to this album, mm-hmm. was like a shining achievement on yeah. this album's yeah. part. But um, I think tonight it like clicked when I was listening to it on the way up here, mm-hmm. like, cause that uh, um, like that little instrumental break between the second chorus and the bridge. Mm-hmm. Like that came on, and I was like, "Dude, what if this is the best song on the album?" <laughs> Dude, that, that, that's what it, I yeah. thought the same thing when I was listening tonight. I was like, "This, that shit just rocks, dude." Yeah, like, it's great. That's like it's a perfect so like summer moment, fall moment. It's like it's nostalgic in a way that doesn't make me hate it. Yeah, no, for sure. All that shit, for um, sure. It's that, ve- it's very much more reminiscent of the days where they were experiment experimenting and and blathe from no cure and i were talking about this today how like all their hits are super weird like mm-hmm. super weird songs which we've talked about a lot on the yeah. on the show but i was thinking about i mean like this kind of reminds me of that a little bit of like this is a very strange song like it, it like more reminds me of like boys of summer by like Brian yeah, adams or I something was thinking like that, that. <laughs> That exact song came to my mind yeah. when I was listening to this. In a good way, though. Yeah. Like in like a. That song like is a, really good. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's a great song. fucking song. Yeah, you know, uh, I'd only ever like up until like 
I was probably the age of like 14. I had only ever heard the Atari's version. That's the way a lot of people were. Yeah. I just assumed it was an Atari song until I was, I don't know, like 18 or 19. Something like that for me, me too. And uh, I didn't know the Brian Adams one is. I saw a Deadhead sticker on a Cadillac. Where the Atari's is I saw a Black Flag sticker yeah, on a, a Cadillac. That's the one thing that they changed. I think lyrically. I think the Black Flag one like works better. Yeah, uh, I think because Deadhead almost feels like it has three syllables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Flag. Also, if I have to, Black Flag is a cooler word and a cooler band. Exactly. And yeah. Deadhead should be murdered. I saw the Deadheads. <laughs> you, said, you said what? I saw the Deadheads one time. You, Do you saw mean the Grateful Dead? Grateful no. Dead? You saw the Deadheads? Oh, the Dirty Heads, I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, 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 no not say. Dirty Heads. Yeah, dirty Heads fucking sucked. Dirty Heads were, were I also know, I don't know what the Dirty Heads is, but I ain't fucking listening no, to that I just, shit. I just, uh, they're whatever like, that is. They're like misremembered. <laughs> I just misremembered the, the name of that band. Gotcha. I saw. They okay. sucked. Yeah. 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 I did not like them at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, I grew up hearing, I saw a Black Flag sticker on a Cadillac. I mean, yeah, that's that's what I heard, too. Yeah. But, but I could anyway. be biased. I think Black Flag is a, an amazing band. I, I think, think they're that, a way uh, cooler band. Yeah, and I think they have a great logo. They do. I haven't listened to them. You haven't? <laughs> no. You should check out Family Man. You should check uh, Family Guy. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> uh, there, there is a Black Flag song in an episode of Futurama. Which there's song? A, there's a credits run where they, it's the cast of Futurama singing TV Party. TV Party's amazing. That TV yeah. Party's a great song. Six Pack is the best thing they ever did. Six Pack 7-inch with yeah, Dez yeah, singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Controversial opinion. Fuck you. Whoa. Controversial. Oh, we're getting controversial. Pretty interesting. I Pretty guess. interesting stuff. But this is not a podcast about Black Flag. This is a podcast about chips. <laughs> 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 Sorry. The California Highway Patrol? <laughs> <laughs> um, Guys, you want to hear something fucked up? Yeah. What's up, brother? This song was not a single. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like what were really the singles for the trick? It was um, "Love from the Other Side" and "Heartbreak Feels So Good." Technically, "Hold Me Like a Grudge" too. That got a video when the album dropped. I oh, I thought it came out before. I don't think. Yeah. So. I'm a very silly no, yeah. Guy. This is definitely an album track. They played this once, and it was one of the Wheel songs. Mm. Yeah, which yeah. I was like, kind of like fucking mind blown about. That, yeah, like that. This songs isn't... on the new record were. Eight ball songs? Were eight ball songs, yeah. You'd fucking think that they would like just play that normally. Yeah, I know, but they've had a few songs on there. I think I Am My Own Muse was one of them, too. But I I, I was like, damn, they played it. That's amazing. I was like, oh, they played it off of that. That means they're not really going to play this song. Which stinks, yeah. 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 Well, we're about to get that Jimmy World tour that they're doing with. Yeah. They're doing that tour with Jimmy World. Cool. I didn't know that. Well, yeah. World. We'll see how different it is. Hot Mulligan's on it. Oh yeah. yeah. No, okay. Now, now I remember. By the way, this. I finally listened to Hot Mulligan. What'd you think? I didn't know they rocked. I know, right? <laughs> like that equipped sunglasses song. First of all, I didn't. I think know that song's awesome. That, that video is really great. funny. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know their singer sounded like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Like it reminded me of like, like older bands that I like, Hell where, yeah. where the singers like really going for it. You know? Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. That's a rap. Did you guy. listen to any albums or just the song? No, but I'm definitely gonna listen. Just just equip sunglasses. It came on and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's good pop punk right there, brother. Yeah. I, I I'm really glad that like, I think I was listening to, I think I was listening to, 
uh, a Spotify, a playlist Spotify had put together for me called the Moody Mix. Mm. And I was like, the Moody Mix. <laughs> Equipped no, sunglasses no, 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 no. does not fit. No, there. <laughs> it was not that. It was not that. I had listened to the new Taking Back Sunday song because mm. I listened to that song a lot. The new, new one, not the first single. What? Sold or sold? Sold. Mm. So, so old. So old. So old. The one they did the video in the backyard yeah, yeah, yeah. in Long Island for. I should have gone. Dude, gone. I, yeah. I, I I don't know why I just didn't get on a plane. Should've that song's gone. really good. Song's good. Yeah, song's definitely good. Did you know about that show before it happened? Yeah. Damn. Well, damn. Uh, it just sounds like a skill issue that, that you didn't go then. I honestly, I was just like, well, I, I need to leave for tour soon and do all this and that. I need to leave for tour. Dude, it's all <laughs> stupid. I just should have fucking gone. Yeah. Should have fucking gone. That's I'm like a that's a Long that. Island like legend moment long island hardcore legend moment they're like the lore for that video and the backyard that it's in goes so insanely deep yeah of like 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 when when sal jokes it could only happen on long island like unfortunately i hate to fucking give sal praise certain times but he's right (laughs) of that specific situation in that backyard um nice yeah i love sal but but the song is is cool i like the song a lot um and uh, I, anyway, yeah, Hot Mulligan came on after that, and I was like, "This fucking rocks." Yeah. Um, I'm trying to look if I'm trying to look if they played this more than once. I don't think so. I'm I was I was keeping right pretty close track of the set list up until like yeah the last few dates of the tour, mm-hmm. and I feel like they only played it the one time. What was the, by the way? Did you, did you go to the show in Atlanta? No. Well, they, we talked about that like the last three episodes uh, okay. <laughs> that we did not go. Just whatever the B side was, they played like the wheel or the eight ball. From now on, we are enemies. My favorite Fall Out Boy song. That's your favorite yeah. Fall. I saw that and I was like, damn. If I was there, I would have been mad. Why? Because I legit don't know that song. I was shocked. I was like, wow, they played a song I don't know. <laughs> that song is so good. I'm, it could be good. I don't know. I'll, I'm I'm 100 willing to believe After you. This that we're going to go to your car. Things I've ever heard out of you. That's awesome. <laughs> Just, it I, quite literally is one of the. It's most like this thing. Things. This song that they play could be the best song ever. I would be so pissed because I don't know it. I mean, yo, straight <laughs> up, dude. Well, my thing is like looking at some of the other songs they played. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, oh my god, like they played. Uh, don't you know who I think I am? On that, and I was like, I would kill to see that song. Yeah. There's plenty of songs that they played that I would have, like this song, I would kill to see them play. Things like that. And so that would have, the right thing for me to say would have been, I would have been bummed out because it wouldn't have been a song I like. But to be extreme and shitty, like a guy that wears camo pants, I would fucking <laughs> fight <chips>. them. <laughs> I would beat their fucking ass. <laughs> That's awesome. Tom currently doesn't have any legs right now. Currently, yeah. Yeah. It's the only way it could be better feet. is if it was real trees. I'm like yeah. terrified, actually. Right. Yo, now. no cure set aside one of the real tree shirts for me, and I didn't get it. I got the Shadow the Hedgehog one instead. And honestly, gamer moment. That is. I'm glad moment. I got the Shadow the Hedgehog one instead of the the real tree one. I've been trying to convince Jeff to <laughs> let us do a, a Shadow the Hedgehog shirt. I might have said that before. You should. You said that to me. You didn't say it on pod. Oh, gotcha. Because we hadn't talked about the sh- note here, Shadow the Hedgehog shirt. Yeah. Um, should we get into some lyrics? Yeah. Have yeah, they, I think the lyrics of the song are good. More than once, or is it just an eight ball that one time? Uh, uh, I Just an eight ball that one time. That's but so fucked up. I could see them rotating some shit out on the Jimmy Eat World thing. Yeah, I, I would. They're going to have a lot of their older fans there. Especially Maybe, showing up es- for Jimmy Eat World. Especially showing up for Jimmy Eat World. Possibly me. James consume the earth. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
you go first. You go first with lyrics that you like or did not like. Let me uh, pull these up real quick. I'm I'm sorry. Okay, I will go first. Though. Okay, go. Um, <laughs> uh, this the the whole thing is a very like um, wistful feeling listening to it, and I feel like a lot of the lyrics like capture that feeling pretty well. Um, uh, I like so roll the highlights that got too high life. Yeah. Um, mix the low lights with the low lifes. Um, like. Yeah, it's it's I think it's pretty pretty good imagery of just like looking back on your life and then like acknowledging that you might have gone a little too crazy here and there but like it was undoubtedly good times um and even with the positives and negatives all rolled together it's like something that you miss. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's effective smile. Yeah, I think it's that's something that most people can uh relate to and those lyrics like even that vibe that you're talking about works with the instrumental of the song so much because it is this like poppy but sad thing Mm -hmm. like the song really only hits like you know the one chord Mm -hmm. in the bridge like be really happy in that moment other than that it's a it's a very lydian song and very like oh my god i'm so fucking sad but the the production and like we were talking about those synth parts and everything really lends to like the the fun 80s element of it yeah um so i think it mixes the happy and sad element of it there i think the only lyrics in the song that i don't like i don't even know if i would say i don't like but the first verse uh is just a like sometimes when the metaphor is like that fucking like look look at me (laughs) yeah (laughs) i feel like the i'm pretty sure Sure, as far as humans go, I'm a hard, hard pill to swallow, and I know I'm not your intended dotes, but we're going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, um, I don't even think I need to read the annotation for that one. I think we get it. No, yeah. yeah. But I do like the, I know I'm not your intended dose line. Yeah. Um. Just because that's a very much, I hate myself, and my name's Tom Lovejoy, and I fucking hate myself, so here we go. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I think that that's, like a punchline with just sort of a trite setup, yeah. yeah. I guess, which which is fine. I don't even hate it. Like, yeah, it's, it it's better really than a lot much. of other lyrics. That does I the with, so. does the this is the one I wanted to bring up because I like all the lyrics to this song except for one, mm-hmm. which is uh, "Past my old street, the house I grew up in." It breaks your heart, but four of the Ramones are dead. Yeah, uh, I used to not like that lyric, and then I thought about it a little more because, like, again, this is to me like a song about like eighties nostalgia. Sure. Or like grow yeah. like missing when you grew up. And if you grew up at the time that some of like these guys grew up, yeah. Uh you would watching a way that you de- that you have to start confronting your own mortality is uh-huh. seeing the people that you idolized when you were a kid yeah. die. And that's oh. like a you and then like you grow nostalgic about those people and they represent a time in your life and when they died is that time in your life die so again it's like very on the nose but i can really i appreciate i was listening to a podcast with uh uh greg pusciato today Mm -hmm. and he was talking about like chris cornell dying and how that like was like a awakening moment for him yeah kind of how like i felt how this song is representing it is how i felt when like chester bennington died yeah for sure that was like a holy shit like not only because of the mental health aspect but also it's just like the things that you like cared so much about will fade away and die and things like that. Uh-huh. And so yeah. um, like people that you thought were immortal aren't. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that, that line specifically, the, 
the house line and like maybe it's just cuz I'm like a little bit older but I have done I I have driven past the house that I grew up in and looked at it and reflected on things. I remember the first time my dad ever took me to the house that he grew up in mm-hmm. and pointed it to like pointed it out to me and like I remember the look on his face because he was like he wanted to be excited. Uh-huh. But he was actually very sad being there. Yeah. And it, I never understood why until I was yeah, like 30. Yeah. And so when I see things like that's the reason I like that line now. I you, almost you've changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I like that I line like now. it now. Yeah. Straight up like not like that is like I think that's something that kind of thinking only comes I sound so fucking old saying it, but only comes like with like a little bit of age. You didn't listen to the newest episode with Ian, did you? I haven't listened to the newest episode with Ian yet. Oh I man, into when I came up here, uh, you come up very briefly, and it's about you being old. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. If you ask a few people, I'm the oldest living being in the universe. <laughs> so Ian's like, yeah, I'm not even the only the oldest person that's been on this show because Tom loved you, and I was like, that's fair. Well, Ian, because I know you're listening to this. Those are fighting words. I'm just kidding. <laughs> one day you'll be older than me. One, one day you'll be older than me, and I'm going back. You're going down. <laughs> you know, um, I actually want to read the genius annotation for that line that we just talked Go about. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I had it pulled up. It yeah. is. I'm just You don't want it. me to read it in my stupid genius annotation voice that I'm so <laughs> famous for now? The famous Carson genius annotation <laughs> That's awesome. voice. I just felt like I would take a stab at it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'll take a stab at it. Yeah, I'll take a stab You're at it. You're better at voices than me, so... I can do um, uh, Peter Griffin. Can you? <laughs> the first time I heard your voice, I just was like, that guy wears glasses. I don't know why I, I thought don't that. don't wear glasses. I just assumed, I didn't know perfect what you looked like. Vision. I heard the podcast the first time I heard your voice. I was perfect like, that guy Alaskan probably wears glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Alaskan <laughs> Yeah, their, their vision is He can is just see better. into the perpetual darkness maybe. and understand the earth. Yeah, My that makes sense to me. Glasses. What? My mom has glasses. Oh. Yeah, I mean, my whole family wears glasses. Yeah, me. I'm the only one in my family who doesn't wear glasses. I have, you I also have, know what it's like to grow up strong when they grow up weak. Exactly. I have 2013 vision. Yeah. I have crazy vision. I have 2010, 2013. Fuck, that's yeah. awesome. I love that we both have 2013 vision. That's, that's badass. You should get mine tested. It rocks. You should get yours tested. My, my, the, vision in, like, the vision in my eyes isn't the same. So like one of them is 2010 and one of them is 2013. Oh, so you have one better than the other? I do guess. you ever do you ever close one and like zoom in? I don't know which one is better, so I oh, you don't. Tried. Yeah, your your eyes can't zoom in. I haven't tried. Okay. Um, my best friend in middle school convinced me he could zoom in with his eyes. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking cool. That's awesome, dude. He's, he's if somebody told awesome. if somebody told me that in middle school, I would have believed him. Uh, yeah, all exactly. Could, yeah. Straight up, dude. All I could do is be like, "Dap me up, man." <laughs> that shit rocks. Yeah, come here. You can zoom in. I see boobs. Let's go. <laughs> All right, uh, let me, me read annotation. this annotation. Um, so just a refresher of the line, um, it breaks your heart before the Ramones are dead. The annotation is, the Ramones were a foundational and highly influential punk band active from 1974 to 1996. The band's four founding members, Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, and Tommy, all died in the 2000s. Relating to this verse's themes of lost youth, the Ramones were active when the members of Fall Out Boy were children but have since died. As a band with roots in the in pop and pop punk, the members of Fall Out Boy likely look up to the Ramones. At a 2013 concert in New York City, Fall Out Boy brought Ramones drummer Marky Ramone on stage and played the song Blitz, Blitzkrieg Bop together. I feel like that annotation just glosses over it entirely. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, 
it's more about who the Ramones are <clears throat> than what the significance of them being dead is. I think most genius sure. annotations look at like what's the most literal you can take the metaphor. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, which is, is like half the joke of this program. So maybe don't uh, reveal what yeah. we do. You're revealing trade secrets. Yeah. Right here. So That's maybe awesome. don't give away the whole show. Maybe fuck you, buddy. Maybe fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm sensing a lot of doofus energy right now. <laughs> um, doofus energy. Sensing a lot of loser DNA. <laughs> I don't remember a who. Fucking oh, dumbass. Uh, dude, I remember right the first time that I realized that you can say like the most heinous thing to someone and it doesn't really affect them. But if you just like bring the insult down to something like nerd or doofus and hit it with the right stink, <laughs> you'll change their fucking life, man. Oh, yeah. I called this guy a troglodyte. This dude named Kyle, who's a fucking piece of shit. And uh, he goes, what is that? What's a troglodyte? <laughs> What's a big word? It means idiot, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and then he just fucking fell down. Because he was drunk and fucked up. I was like, you stupid piece of shit. He just nice. fell down. Uh, he toppled and over. You, and you got on top of him and said, straight edge. <laughs> uh, no, no. What's funny is he, uh, the, uh, he was in a band with another Kyle who was in No Cure now. Oh, that Kyle? Yeah, Kyle Ray. So Fuck he's yeah. not the shitty one. It's the uh, Kyle redacted. Uh, I I thought maybe you were talking about one of Body Snatchers three Kyles. <laughs> no, no, they're all fucking awesome. They're all fucking. The I love Body Snatchers. The best thing that they, oh, it's specifically Kyle Kyle's Medina that brought it into my Kyle. life is calling things penis music. Hell yeah. yeah. He just go, that's penis music. He's not vulgar at all. He just calls things penis. Yeah, if anybody doesn't know, Body Snatcher has three people named Kyle in their band. And they Triple have to, Kyle. Yeah. They have to call each other by their last name. Yeah, dude. That's I, so I said they should have done what we did to the Timmies way back when and made all the Timmies wrestle over the name. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, stare at one. Stare at one. Stare at he got one. to be Timmy. Then we got Tito and Sweet Tea. I talked to him today. Sweet Tea or stare it? Stare it. Did you tell him I was coming here? No, I didn't. Oh, he just texted me and goes, you're out of town? I was like, how'd you even know? <laughs> That's great. No, I didn't yeah. tell him. Uh, he thought that we were playing in Jacksonville gotcha. on the protest tour, and he was like, I'm going to come by. That'd be cool. And then he realized it was Orlando, and he was like, he was like might not, not come by. <laughs> yeah, it's like difference between Never two mind. and six hours. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, but no, you- he's, he's at a – maybe I shouldn't give away what Starrett's plans are in late November but uh, or early November – um, he's at a conference in Jacksonville. Oh, gotcha, for his gotcha. Job. Yeah, wow. he does have a job. A job. A job. Having jobs. A job. Having jobs is for just total fucking morons. Yeah, so true. Um, if you if you're listening to this podcast and you have, you have a, job, a job, quit it. Shut the fuck up. Start a Fallout Boy podcast. How about there you, you go, get man. your money up in other ways? Rob banks. Dude. <laughs> Dude. My mom was complaining about how cool i think it is to rob banks robbing banks is so cool it's awesome if you don't kill like, anybody no, it's not it's so awesome i was like like just right. get in there be like give me a billion dollars and like don't shoot anyone it's awesome my mom should come on this podcast <laughs> do you think that would go well no and get <laughs> but i do think it'd be funny it probably funny. would be funny um, you know what else is funny? This song, not really. There just, you go. The you song's know, not funny. The song is just transition. good. I thought yeah. Kintsugi had to do... I don't know what that is a reference to. I have well, no idea. Ja- I can tell you. Ah! <laughs> Carson can tell you. It's you the go. Japanese art of breaking things and um, putting them back together. With gold. With gold? Yeah. With gold. So rather ah. than like um, using like glue or something, they fucking use gold because it rocks. 
I, there's that, a, this makes me love the song even more. Isn't yeah. it dope? I, I actually love that as a metaphor. I hate the the thing that comes up in like pop punk lyrics all the time have this fucking like uh, I'm not broken, I'm bent lyric. Yeah. And like idea so and thought and there's this like mentality of like I am worse and you made me worse and I am uh-huh. worse. And I think it's the dumbest shit in the world. So when I hear stuff that implies that like you can like be like you can have a problem and then be better from it. Mm-hmm. That's like a cool, exciting thing to me because that's how people should look at life instead of being like having a 17 year old mentality of like this person fucked up my life and now I'm fucked forever because of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm bent forever. No, you're not, shorty. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's so fucking awesome. You um, can you can be the best you with all of your flaws and scars. That's the thing, man. See, this is why people need to stop listening to pop punk and listen to Hatebreed. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Let's go. Honestly, today is not the fucking day. Today, yo, they didn't play it on that tour. I was that's I was, such a bummer. A bummer, but they did play a bunch of other good shit. Um, yeah. you toured with like uh, probably a dream band to tour with. Yeah. Just did. Just did oh, the Hatebreed yeah. tour, baby. So that was awesome. fucking crazy, dude. So fucking dope. Let's just, go. Dude, 30 days of fucking... Josta Only. Uh, I was just Josta Only. I lived the Josta Only playlist, dude. I John, did. John from the band that you were playing in was talking to us about how, like, Josta has a script on stage. Josta? Like, dude, you guys are going <laughs> to think this is fucking insane. Who's Josta? For Jamie, Jamie Josta sings in Hatebreed. Okay. Uh, people call, a lot of people just call him Josta. What's his other um, band called? I hardly know. Josta? Uh, he has a band called Josta. He was yeah. in a band called Josta 14. Um, yes. He's also in a band called Ice Pick, this one. And he's in Ice Pick? He, it was him and a homie from Scarhead. Okay, so. Uh, and then Kingdom of Sorrow is another band he's in. But um, So every That's night they had a set list. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was printed like every normal set list where it's like, Here's a block of songs. Here's where a pause is. Here's a block of songs that, you know. You know, like a normal band. A normal set list. They printed the same set list every night, had it in the green room (laughs) every night, and had it in front of every member, and not once did they ever play that set list. (laughs) Most of the shows, they did play the same three songs at the beginning, Mm -hmm. and they would always close with the same song, except one time. Uh Uh-huh. Um... How long did they play for? How long is a Hatebreed set? That set was 55-ish minutes. That's There's awesome. There's like 20-something songs. That's awesome. Because oh, wow. they're playing some like- Because they're all short. Not all of them, but like a yeah. lot of the older Hatebreed songs are short. But the dude- Oh, would... I thought you were talking about the members. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like a, the shorter you are- A couple of them are, are kind of short. <laughs> the shorter um, you are, the longer set you can play. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, but he would like- What you lose in height, you gain in set time. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. He had a few like code words. Like, so mm. there's been this rumor for a long time that Hatebreed, at any point in time, they've rehearsed every single song the band's ever written, mm. and Josta can call out any song and they'll play it. And they don't have every song in the tank, but they have a lot of them. Interesting. And this was a tour where they were supposed to be playing all of this record, Rise of Brutality. <laughs> and they played most of it, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't play it in order, ever. Awesome. They would open with a song from it. But he would like, he had a couple of different things that he would do. Because again, when I saw the blocks on the set list and they weren't playing them, always I was like, oh, maybe they play these blocks in a random order. And sure. like, but that wasn't even it. It would be like the song that was second to last. They would play fourth in the set, and like, like all this random shit. So you never knew what was going to happen. 
Uh, but sometimes he would, it would they'd be feeding back, and he would like. They had this one song uh, called "Everyone Bleeds Now." It starts with a drum fill, and he would do this whole speech about, like, when that guy, when Matt, the drummer, hits those drums, people come out of mosh retirement. And that meant that they were going to play Everyone Bleeds Now because it starts with drums. Okay. Sometimes he would do a thing where he'd be like, we're going to take it back to 2002, which means they're going to play something off of Perseverance, which is their second record. That's yeah. the year that came out. They're really big. Yeah, one. and yeah. then he would say, he would go like, the second song, which is a call for blood, or he go the first song off per- off of it, or the title track. So that meant you know if it was the title track, they're gonna play Perseverance. Sure, yeah, first yeah. song they're gonna play Proven. Mm-hmm. So he would do things like that. The crazy ones were, if I remember correctly, if he said a bit about how the room's full of two things, which are sweaty tits and sweaty balls. Yeah, that yeah, meant yeah. it was time to play Beholder of Justice, which is a song with like this amazing breakdown at the end. Yeah, yeah. But that like he had Great other breakdown. bits like that. But yeah. he, the sweaty tits, sweaty balls thing was crazy because he would go, we got all kinds of people in here, but we got two things in common. Sweaty tits, <laughs> sweaty <laughs> balls. <laughs> and then That fucking, was one of them that I heard about. And then the yeah. other one that I heard about was like, who was alive when this song came out? Oh, yeah. Who was alive? In 1995, <laughs> and then they would play something off the the first seven inch, but it was literally never any. I gotta find out why they did the set list. That's even. so because again they printed the same thing and had it there every night. And one night the set list like wasn't there for one of the guitar players, and he was fine. No, he was like, hey, make, like he, the tech had to run and go get a new one and like make sure it was there. Damn. So why why would he? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Truly, I have no fucking idea. That is crazy. It was awesome. That's so awesome. <laughs> that's like, that was inspiring. I was like, these dudes are so fucking pro. That he can just. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, they've been playing together for like 30 years. Yeah. The so. dude can just whip a quick bit and they do the thing. So That's awesome. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> we should probably Fall talk Out about Fallout Boy. Uh, but they a... love Hatebreed, so. Yo. Fallout as Boy. we've talked about Fallout before. Fallout Boy does love Hatebreed. Did you lose your phone, brother? Yeah, I found it. Uh, there was another lyric I wanted to uh, bring up. Okay. Uh, um. Did you have one? You no, I mean, like, I I really like the low, low, low lights. I love that line. Yeah. I, this is another instance of the lyrics being simple, but Patrick selling it so hard vocally, yeah. which this is the, I'd almost say the only song on this record that does it near perfectly. Because mm-hmm. the other songs on this record are like, hey, I'm going to do the Pete Wentz, you know, verbose, but like, uh, verbose but like concrete lyrics where like sure. you can eventually decode these type thing yeah. where this is like very simple and we're just going to have our very good singer sell it as hard as he can mm-hmm. so yeah. do you think he oversings on this one no neither do I not at all no. I think this one is like I think this is appropriately sung it's kind of a to me it's like because he, he hits notes, you know, uh-huh. but it's not full of runs. Yeah. Like the... Yeah. It's not nothing, full of runs. It doesn't sound like he's yeah. straining at any point. Yeah, there's no the rasp. It's like... But it's still like for someone who's not him, I would imagine somewhat hard to sing because it is like... goes re- oh, goes very low into his range. And very high. And then range. pretty high, so... Mm-hmm. um, I was going to say I don't like this lyric, but now I'm looking at it now and I think I like it. Which, Which one? one? Stop me if you have heard this all before. Too many times after too much alcohol. 
oh, but you don't know me anymore. We're going low, 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 low. And anytime I see a lyric about people being like, well, I'll, I was drunk, that normally I, I think that's lame. Uh-huh. But I do like the one where, because it, it's him being like, I used to be a piece of shit, and you couldn't believe me when I was a piece of shit saying this apology or whatever it is. But I'm yeah. not. A, you think I'm a piece of shit, but I'm not a piece of shit anymore. Yeah. I think that's what that's supposed to mean. So I, I was gonna that. I was gonna hate on it, but then I fucking they won you over. At it. They won me just over. like they won me over with the damn uh, with the damn ass uh, the Ramones. Yeah, yeah. I think this song is fucking great. The music is great. I love like just when the chords just big and rung out. The only, maybe Mount does this song have a drum moment? I feel like it didn't really Not have really. a notable drum. Not moment. really, as far as I know. You know what we didn't talk about last week? Technically, I guess yesterday. Uh huh. Uh, that fucking song. What song did we do yesterday? We did. Um, it's on American Beauty, and it sucks. Oh and we hated it. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. That has a terrible fill in it. We didn't really? talk about it. Do you know what I'm talking about? The only two songs I know off that record are Favorite Record and American Beauty, American Psycho. And you like Favorite Record? I think Favorite Record is okay. Mm. Okay. I've I've been bad mouthing you on this podcast then saying that Have you, you been saying that I like that song? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> watch where you step. <laughs> watch where you fucking step, brother. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. I may I may have said that I like it. I don't I know. I think you did. But thinking about it in like like thinking about the song right now, like if you gunned to my head and said you have to listen to a song off that record, I'd be like, yeah, play favorite record, it's fine. That'd be a hell of a scenario to be in. Yeah. <laughs> I think like they we played have a it. gun to your head, and you have to pick a song. Joe Troman, out of all the members of Fall Boys, the one holding a gun to my head, saying that. Yeah, I mean, he would be the one. Him or Andy? I think Andy's pretty staunch, non-gun. Okay, but he also toured with Earth Crisis, who is the most pro-gun band in the world. Yeah, yeah. So, man, that's awesome that he got good enough at the drums to play for Earth Crisis. Shit's crazy, man. I would love. I would, I'm so fucking jealous. That's pretty awesome. Uh, oh, did you listen to the episode a few weeks ago where we talked about how American Beauty, American Psycho is like huge in China? No. Okay. I haven't kept up with the podcast as much. Recently. It's fine. Wow. I don't care. Um, wow. But no, it, it is. busy. Yeah, it's wow. big. It's a big record in China. How did you decipher that? Uh, looking at set lists from uh, like, I think like... 2018 so mania was out okay and they were barely playing any of mania and the set list was mostly american beauty songs like in general or in too. china in china gotcha okay. just, in, just china. in china and Damn. to me that made sense i was like i was like that's well and also i brought up the point that like the the name the name of the record is american beauty american psycho mm-hmm. and like <laughs> China allows that as media because they're like, yeah, Americans are are all psychos. <laughs> like, Fair. we'll allow this album. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah, it is crazy to think about like most entertainment industries and sectors will like like consider China like its own money yeah. pot. So things are very curated to that. But I never straight up would and never are, think about that with an American it, band. It edited and until right all now. that shit is yeah. like entertainment imports are limited. Yeah. Into China. Yeah. Halfheart played in China. Halfheart did play in China. Yeah. Halfheart also played a school in Africa. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's yeah. the, the craziest thing. 
That video is very cool. It is a very cool video. I rock with that video hard. Anyway, um, the Reddit doesn't have a single bad word to say about this song. I don't. Th- I don't understand how anyone could have a bad word to say about this song because it is like, it's like very much. I think what anyone who likes any era of the band would like. It's like yeah. it's, it's the boys of summer too. Yeah, is what it is, and I don't know how you could have anything bad to say about that. Yeah, Thinking fucking about- Fantano hated this album, and he liked this song. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, I cool. I haven't even looked at my boys' review yet. You know, I do remember it not fake good. my fake ass friendship with Anthony Fantano. <laughs> I sent him the Pulses record, and he like jammed it instantly, and he was like, "This is really cool, thank you." Hell yeah! And I was like, I was like, "That's my that's my guy right there." <laughs> <laughs> But he didn't like this record. Can so. you send him the Bummer Hill record when it comes out? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hell yeah. He'll probably I was, like, like it. joking, but that's okay. <laughs> um, I did want to bring up this uh this post from two hundred and fifty four days ago by user USS Python on Reddit. Um which is a tight name, by the way. <laughs> if you're gonna name yourself something, USS Python is kind of hard. Rocks. <laughs> uh, it's like so stupid, but it kind of shoots the moon and it becomes yeah. cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Um this post says, uh, Kintsugi Kid 10 Years is about the hiatus. Kintsugi is a Japanese art where you take some sort of pottery that's broken, a bowl, for example, and repair it using lacquer glue that has gold, silver, platinum dust mixed in. Serves as It serves to create a new unique piece of art and as a reminder that breakage and repair are part of its history. And you know what was it almost exactly 10 years prior to the release date of So Much for Stardust, the release of Save Rock and Roll. This one's got to be an emotional gut punch, and I'm here for it. You know, hmm. I until I, he said I, the almost ten years to the end of it, I was like, ah, eh, not everything's about the band, but cool. I, I you know what? I'm kind of on board with it. I'm kind of on board. Sure. I think this guy is is spitting, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then what's the username again? Uh, USS Python. USS Python. You, you are, are dope. You you, you are, are dope, epic. and I will absolutely be going through your Reddit history tonight. Yeah, um, let's check it out. <laughs> that is a let's check. Oh, let's not let's not. Wow, <laughs> been on Reddit for nine years. No, okay. Um, um, yeah, that's a that's actually a really good read of the song. Um, and like, yeah, that's interesting. It's it's also it it speaks to the the quality of this song that this like could be about. Um. And I never would have thought that until this post. Really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't have even brought that up. But like, you can very easily see it being about the band or about a relationship. And like, a lot of people treat their bands like a relationship. A relationship. Yeah, yeah, they definitely feel like so. it. Uh, there's a comment from uh, when this was posted from Digital Brit that says, there are also 10 years between Take This to Your Grave and Save Rock and Roll. Pretty interesting wow. stuff. So. Wow. Um, yeah, I rock with it. Um, uh, I guess live, uh, Joe and Patrick are doing a harmonized guitar solo over this song, Hmm. which is pretty sick. Gotta watch that video then. Yeah, we, we definitely got to check that out. That's pretty cool. Um, I can't stop thinking about the boys of summer thing now. Thinking about the production of this song and the vibe, I could definitely see someone in the band being like, what if we wrote a what if we wrote our version of that song? Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of tight, and they do that two other times on this record. Like I'd what say that time? what a time to be alive is like their version of September by Earth, Wind, and Fire, and then so good right now is I don't know fucking something. Bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Worst song on the record. Yeah. yeah, I still kind of enjoy it though. I don't. I don't hate it. it. It's it's grown off me. It a makes lot. me laugh. 
It does make me laugh quite a bit. I think they wanted to. They wanted. They wanted that old navy commercial money, baby. They wanted that. They wanted that. <laughs> they wanted that sweet, sweet TJ Maxx. Do you think you'd like it more if the lyric was different? No. Because I think the lyric that doesn't help, but no. Fair. Sure. Which lyric? Feeling Bro. so good right now. <laughs> the lyric. Oh, that to the one? Song. Yeah. I mean, me when know, I'm feeling so know. good right now. <laughs> we just <laughs> me when I'm feeling so good right now. I wish I wish our listeners could have seen the dance that Tom just did. It was awesome. <laughs> just look up that. any gif of fat baby dancing. It was probably <laughs> like that. And it was very <laughs> probably similar. just like that. All right. Do we want to rate this thing and get out of here? Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say about it. Do Neither you? do I really. No, it's hard when a song is dope. Yeah, it's hard. You don't have a lot of things explained. Sometimes I, it's hard to talk about really good things because it's like, so, I mean. I have a controversial have, rating for it, but okay. yeah. Yeah, people have said, like, said to us, mm-hmm. like, this podcast is great. It's just 40 minutes of Carson and Dawson talking about bullshit and then song good and then the episode ends. <laughs> But like sometimes it it is like that because uh, sometimes a song is just really really good mm-hmm. and like that's the most you can say about it. I feel like we went went a little more in depth than that this time. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But um, we've been going pretty deep recently. I'd like to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the second I saw that comment, I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was <laughs> like awesome. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'll tighten up. I'll stop talking about bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit is half the reason I listen to podcasts, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Straight up, like, every once in a while, I want the podcast to be about what the subject of the podcast was, like, the title was, essentially. But most of the time, I want people to just to fucking Well, yeah, because, like, that's the appeal of of podcasts, like, conversational podcasts like this is, like, you feel like you're in the room talking with these people. Yeah. Or, like, listening to their conversation between friends. Like, yeah. So... That's why I'm never gonna cut out the bullshit. I just think it's a funny, funny it's, comment. It's very fun. Yeah. Um, but um, ratings. Uh, who wants to go first? Tom. I forget. Do you guys do out of ten on this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of ten. Um, I will give this uh, a nine. Nice. It's up there. It would be up there in my list of favorite Fall Out Boy songs now. Hell yeah! If I had to do a top ten. I'm feeling an eight. Hate to say it, guys. Don't say it. Be careful. Ten. Let's Fuck go. Fuck yeah. I thought you were yeah. going to say like seven. Fuck yeah. No. no. <laughs> Fuck this is a ten. yeah. Hell this is a ten. yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I, I think going into this, it was a nine. And then the more we talked about it, I was like, Fuck, I love this song. Yeah. This it's, is, I, I really do think when I think about the record. Yeah. In my head. Um, this is like, this Big song highlight. shoots to the top. Big highlight. Yeah. Every single time. I think, I think the whole record is good. I don't hate any song mm-hmm. um and when i listened to uh i hadn't listened to this record in a little bit because i've recently had a fallout boy mental disaster but um oh, interesting we yeah probably should have <laughs> talked about that <laughs> i mean we can if you want <laughs> patreon maybe uh, yeah we, sure yeah. it's just uh what's the the quickest way i can sum it up Bitches be trifling, man. Oh damn, <laughs> that's it. But um, when Shorty's I trifling. Shorty be trifling, man. Shorty on trifling mode. Stay yeah, in your exactly. fucking lane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so when I, I when I listened to this record while I was on this tour recently, I was like, fuck. After not listening to the band at all for a minute and wondering, like, oh, does the record still hold up after like the brief, like, wow, I can't believe they're doing it again. Mm-hmm. The record's awesome. And this song is like fucking goaded 
top yeah, tier. It's great in every way. Yeah, I think the only reason I don't have it at a nine or a ten is just it don't have it don't have the nine or ten energy to me. Respect. That's that's fair, man. That's yeah. all good. Sometimes the chorus is surprisingly like not low. I wouldn't say low, but it's not like a big like. <laughs> Big bam! Well, I think out that's course, what makes man. it so good. I yeah. I, I agree. That's it's part one of the appeal to this song. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the reasons I like it so much. For sure. Like just comparing this, like imagine if the first song you ever heard by this band was like "My Songs Know What You Did in the Dark." I would pray. And then the second song you ever heard by this band was this song. You'd be like, you'd be like, wow. So is that their older stuff? Like yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, oh, well, is that what yeah. they did before? You like, know I don't know. You just never wacky. guessed that this band would eventually make this. So. I think my songs was the first Fall Out Boy song I heard. That that does make sense, though. I know for yeah. a lot of I'm going to run into a wall. <laughs> what? I mean, I was 13. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. How the fuck would you have heard the other stuff? You I know? don't know. So yeah, I, I guess they were in hiatus when yeah. it would have been like the right time for you to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. That is crazy. Fucked what up. was it that Whitney said was like her favorite song on this record or something? I think on this one? one? No, on, not this record. On that record, on Save Rock and Roll. Um, I don't remember the age. The age thing makes me mad because it, it, I think she, there was one song that you guys said that she like vehemently defended or something. Ratatat? I think it was Ratatat. Maybe it was. Yeah. Rat, I can't say for sure, but either I've way, defended Ratatat. Th- thinking about that, there's a world where like someone's like young listen, volcanoes or something like that. Young volcanoes, like, but like if I hear someone saying, "Yo, Ratatat" is like the song. The track. <laughs> K-Y-S. Okay. <laughs> um, we I'm, also got I'm a shout out from... Right now. <laughs> we also got a shout out from this very nice person, Kim, at uh, OMW soon. Um, uh, on my way soon, I assume is what that means. Uh, and I guess they are big on FOB Twitter. Cool. Um, and they just said, uh, just found this podcast. This was 24 minutes ago, mind you. Yeah. Wow. They said, just found this podcast at the Dreaded Wheel where Carson, Callus Dowboys, and Dawson, Bummer Hill Emo, spin a wheel and talk about a Fall Out Boy song every episode. I love the silly banter, and it's super cool to hear the different opinions, thoughts they have. I wasn't sure if I'd be able to get into it, but I knew I needed to share it with FOB Twitter as soon as I started listening. Um, and then they did the eyes emoji, this one. Whoa. Um, the big eyes. Uh, and they said, I feel like fans of old and new alike would love this. Even better, Dawson and Carson are members of Rad Bands, too. Bummer Hill, the Cal Style Boys. Give them a follow and a listen. Hell so yeah. thank you so much, Kim. Yeah, really very appreciate epic. It. Shout out, Kim. It's very nice of you. I, I actually know Kim from the DIY Emo Discord. Server. Oh, really? Very cool. Yeah. That's very cool. cool. Well, thank you so much, Kim. And I hope that... Um, the discourse is good soon, I guess. It <laughs> won't be, but, you know. Kim, if um, we ever meet, I'm going to dap you up. <laughs> that's right. Um, all right, well, let's delete 10 years from the wheel. Dawson, why don't you roll out that damn carpet? Uh, it was, okay, no, it wasn't Ratatat. Uh, what was, was it? it? Is that, well, I just texted Whitney asking what her favorite song was, and she said Ratatat, and then, no, I'm kidding. But <laughs> I don't fucking know. And now she's typing. What's every every joke out of hand of truth. Um. I just want to make sure we're not slandering her. She said the Phoenix. Oh, that was the. I was about okay. to say the one that she defended. I mean, yeah, was the I, Phoenix. I think. Okay. We did a whole episode. I'm not going to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you were on that episode. <laughs> yeah, I was. But Ratatat, uh, KYS, let's go. Here's the clip. <laughs> Fuck, don't go. Actually, Wheel out the thing. If you if you like Ratatat, you're valid. Um, I just don't understand you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you've gotten this far, if you haven't gotten this far, as Tom Lovejoy said, <laughs> KYS. Don't actually, don't actually. Um, don't actually, unless. Don't actually. 
Uh, ha ha, unless. Don't actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a funny little a funny little bit with with you all with you with all of the viewers and listeners that I know personally. Um, follow Carson and I's bands at the Callous Dowboys and Instagram at Callous Dowboys on Twitter. Follow my band at Bummer Hill on Instagram at Bummer Hill Emo on Twitter. Follow the podcast at The Dreaded Wheel on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Dreaded Wheel. Follow Tom at Tom Riffs on everything, I think. Everything, bring it everything, on. Everything, yeah. And uh, if you buy merch from like uh, a, a good band, s- spend, a band spend money on metalcore and hardcore. And you're, you're, you'll get a little slice. <laughs> money will Are you spinning it? Tom no, I'm waiting. Okay, good. good, good yeah. Um, but let's let's spin this damn ass wheel and and get out of here. God, there's there's so many songs here. All right, here we yeah, go. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Still, it's we show have, we show, it show it to us. Show it to us. And we have. Oh, ah, that's another, another song that I've covered with Big Tim. <laughs> another one of the West Eisold songs, but yes, well, I'll leave that one for y'all. That's next hey, on the wheel. That's next. Um, what XO. a song. Uh, all right. Um, thank you again for listening. And uh, another 30 minutes to half an hour with Tom will be on the Patreon when this episode goes up. Smile. Bye. Sounds good.